Well, if you're a Big 12 fan, you've probably spent the last couple of days trying to figure out what the heck is going on in this conference when it comes to who is going to Arlington for the Big 12 championship. We're here to help you figure it out at Heartland College Sports. I'm Pete Mundo. He is Brian Clinton, our managing editor, who spent all of Monday afternoon trying to figure this whole darn thing out. And now we're bringing it to you on YouTube Live, on Facebook Live, on the podcast. So as always, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up on the YouTube video. Subscribe to us on the podcast. And uh, Brian also hosts our uh, podcast that we do with him, the Portal Podcast, talking everything transfer portal, recruiting. Be sure to go check that out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Uh, first things first, Brian, I'll talk about the games, how we got here. But can we do this without confusing the hell out of people? Is it possible to do that? I'm not sure. I'm going to do my absolute best. Uh, I'll just say this. When you're looking around at several different people who I would say are reputable sources on on the Big 12 saying different things on Twitter uh, three or four days after all of all of this has happened, I, I would say the confusion is probably just going to happen at this point. But we're going to do it together. So We are going to do it together, <laughs> and we're going to walk you through this thing team by team. So how did we get here? Of course, on Saturday, the biggest issue for lack of a better word was Oklahoma state getting its doors blown off by UCF 45 to three. The other games that play a factor here in every, in some way, almost every game plays a factor right now and will play a factor. But um, of course, Texas hung on to beat TCU 29, 26. They're in sole possession of first place. Kansas lost to Texas tech. They're more or less out of the running Oklahoma blasting West Virginia, 59, 20 Kansas state rolls Baylor 59, 25 and Iowa State beat up on BYU 45-13. to So the standings right now, you've got Texas at 6-1, and one, and then you have four teams sitting at 5-2. and two. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, and Kansas State. So these are the teams right now you're looking at and saying, okay, which one of these two are going to Arlington? In the old Big 12 days, this was easy. Round robin, everybody played everybody, but that's not the case anymore. So now you got to figure out some kind of tiebreaker situation. And that's where this gets hairy. So, Brian, I'm just going to set it up like this. If we have two teams that end the season, let's say at seven and two, and Texas is eight and one, if those two teams, let's say it's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, they're each seven and two, obviously head to head matters, right? right? Head to head matters if it's only two teams that are tied with the same record, if they have a head to head. Yes. Yep. Seven and okay. two, seven and two, Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. It would be Oklahoma state moving on. All right. Seven and two. Let's say it's seven and two, Oklahoma state and seven and two, Kansas state, Oklahoma state moves on. Correct. Simple as that. All right. So head to heads, we understand if it's Iowa state, well, let's not even go there because Iowa state plays Texas, but let's just right out of the gates, make it clear. If it's just two teams and they've met, obviously head to head matters. But then it gets hairy. So where do you want to start with the chaos? I, I, let's start with Oklahoma State, I guess, right? Okay. Yep. What does Oklahoma State need to have happen to find itself in the Big 12 championship game? Let's start with the Cowboys. Okay, so everybody besides Texas has to win out for them to get in. Okay. You've got to win both games remaining on the schedule. So that is the first thing with Oklahoma State. They've got to beat Houston on November 18th, and they have to beat BYU on November 25th. Okay. Um, barring other teams dropping both games and absolute chaos and pandemonium breaking out, that, that has to happen. 
Um, besides that, Oklahoma State has two viable paths to making the Big 12 championship. They need a loss from either Kansas State or OU. They need one of those two teams to lose. Now, Oklahoma State fans who are saying, well, we beat both of those teams. Why does that matter? If one of those teams loses, you put yourself in a situation to be in a two-way tie with the other team, which would move you on to the Big 12 championship. Okay, so even though you could have Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Kansas State end in a three-way tie for second place, and Oklahoma State has beaten both of those teams in head-to-heads, it will be meaningless because of how the Big 12 has set up its tiebreaker system in a multi-way tie, meaning at least three teams in a tie for first or second place. Correct. Yes. So reason being, given given how things would play out with those teams winning out, you would have a Kansas team sitting uh, as the highest ranked common opponent between all three of those schools. Okay. And so with that being said, the first team to be eliminated from the three-way tie would be Oklahoma. They're the only team that would have lost to Kansas in this scenario. So you drop Oklahoma out of there. You have to remain with the same tiebreaker to decide the other two here. So your next highest ranked opponent in Big 12 standings, in this case, would be Iowa State. If this were in fact to happen and you have three seven and two teams between Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State, that would mean Iowa State took a loss to the Wildcats, but Mm -hmm. Iowa State beat Oklahoma State earlier in the season. So that's why... Kansas State would move on, and, and Iowa and Oklahoma State would be on the outside looking in. Man, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Oklahoma State fans are going to be going nuts right now um, hearing this. And by the way, I completely sympathize with them in this scenario. And we're going to get to what a disaster this tiebreaker is. Um, but Oklahoma State can finish seven and two, can win the next two games. Kansas State can finish 7-2 and two as well, as can mm-hmm. Oklahoma. They need all three things to happen because, remember, this system that we're talking about is n- only if there's at least three teams in the tie. If Oklahoma drops one of its next two games and Kansas State and Oklahoma State are both 7-2, and two, then that's where the head-to-head comes into play here. Yep. Okay. All right. So we're following along here. All right? So we're all on the same page. So we talked Oklahoma State. Let's next go to the Oklahoma Sooners, who looked dead in the water after the Bedlam loss, but they're right back in the thick of this thing. How does Oklahoma get to a Big 12 championship game? Since they also have, of course, the tiebreaker over Texas, which has got to be worth something. Right. So with with Oklahoma, as I said earlier, you've got to win out, but you also would need either a Texas loss, an Oklahoma State loss, or, and and here's the one that, that's just going to throw everybody for a loop. If they win out, Oklahoma State wins out, Kansas State wins out, but Kansas goes 0-2, the Sooners would get in with that three-way tiebreaker rather than Kansas State or Oklahoma State. So you're so, saying if Cincinnati beats Kansas in Week 13? Correct. So suddenly all of Norman, who couldn't pick Cincinnati Cincinnati out on a map back in August, 
is going to be rooting hard for the Bearcats in week 13. Absolutely. Yes. So reason being, if Cincinnati beats Kansas, it would bring Iowa State up one spot and would become Iowa State would become the highest ranked team in that three way tie as far as a common opponent goes. Oklahoma would have a win there. Kansas State would have a win there, but Oklahoma State would have a loss, so it would eliminate uh, the Pokes. Then the highest common opponent between Oklahoma and Kansas State is Texas, which Oklahoma beat. Kansas State did not. Therefore, Oklahoma would move on. Wow. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, why does Texas get the consideration over or after Iowa State? So that is where Texas is in a very unique situation. Texas could either win out or they could just beat Iowa State this week and get in. Okay. If either of those things happen, they are in. So they're in if they get a win this weekend. Correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, Now, if they were to lose this weekend, they would need to beat Texas Tech and have Oklahoma lose somewhere along the way to get in because Oklahoma is the one team to have a tie breaker over them as would Iowa state. But you know, things get so convoluted at that point, it's almost impossible for me to to tell you who would get in. That gets really hairy. All right. Next up, let's talk about Iowa state sitting there at five and two right now. They, they have the toughest schedule left. I would say of any of these teams, of course they have Texas and then they've got Kansas state to wrap up the season. What is Iowa state's path to a big 12 championship? This one is it's the most cut and dry. This is the easiest one uh, to, to explain because with their remaining schedule being Texas and Kansas State, they can gain a tiebreaker over either of those teams. Obviously, would would send Kansas State with one more loss if they were to win out. Um, they would need to win out and have either Oklahoma or Oklahoma State drop a game. Uh, with so they them, win out, and then one of the Oklahoma teams has to lose a game. Correct. Okay. All right. So uh, that's that's tough sledding. So they got to yes. win out, and they've got to have one of the Oklahoma teams at least drop a game. And both the Oklahoma teams are going to be favored in both of their remaining games. Correct. So they got to have an upset there and win out. Yes. Now, even though let's say Iowa State wins out, and they're seven and two, and let's say Texas loses this weekend to Iowa State, but then beats Texas Tech, they're seven and two. Mm-hmm. And then Oklahoma, let's say they're seven and two, and Oklahoma State seven and two. I mean, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here. Do you have that on your big board there? I do. Um, Iowa State would get left out in that scenario. So Oklahoma State and Oklahoma would be the matchups in that Big Twelve championship, uh, which is just insane. So that uh, would be a bedlam rematch. It would be yes, bedlam. Re- so if Iowa State wins out Texas would have to lose this weekend, but then beats Mm -hmm. Texas tech and the Mm -hmm. Oklahoma teams went out. That's four teams at seven and two. Yep. And in that scenario, you're saying it's a bedlam rematch for the big 12 championship. It would be because you would have a four way tie at seven and two with Oklahoma state, Oklahoma, Iowa state and Texas. Okay. Oklahoma state gets the head to head edge over Oklahoma, obviously, but we are with a four way tie we're going with common opponents. The only common opponent with those four teams is Kansas. 
The only common opponent with those four teams is Kansas. Yes. And so with all of those teams playing Kansas, you would have OSU and Texas being the teams with wins. However, because we are talking, because we're only able to eliminate one team at a time in this situation, you've got, (laughs) you've got Oklahoma and Iowa State moving ahead in this with Texas having a loss to Iowa State and Oklahoma in this situation. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Stop this, stop this garbage. And this, I'm not, I'm not mad at Brian. (laughs) Do you hear what we're, do you hear? And and listen, nobody has dug into this like Brian has today. Think about this trash that we're talking about here. This is ridiculous from the Big 12. You can have a scenario. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Texas all finish seven and two. And we got to find a common opponent. And the common opponent you're telling me is Kansas, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Highest ranked common opponent is Kansas. Yep. You guys on the Facebook and YouTube talking about head to heads, stop with the head to heads. It doesn't matter. The head to heads don't matter in a three or more way tie. We got to understand that right out of the gates. The head to heads don't matter. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. But you got to stop worrying about the head-to-heads. So it's about common opponent they've all faced. That would be Kansas. But you're saying you can only eliminate one team at a time. Correct. So how do you decide which one to eliminate? So that would be, that's where the head-to-heads come back into Matt. <laughs> okay. So it's now we're going open. back. Now we're going yes. back to head-to-head. Yes. Yes. Is, oh, my goodness. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So, um, so okay. So then we're going back. To your point, the two teams who lost to Kansas are Oklahoma, Iowa State, but only Iowa State gets eliminated because then the head-to-head matters and Oklahoma beat Iowa State. Texas would get eliminated because Iowa State would have a win over Texas in this scenario. So it would come down to Oklahoma, Iowa State, and then it would come down to Oklahoma, Iowa State. Correct. <laughs> I I know it's absolute. So you've got Oklahoma State there sitting atop uh, at seven and two. They would be technically your one seed because they would be they would have uh, they would be based on record and common conference opponents. They would be five and one uh, with everybody that they've played equal times. Oklahoma would be the second seed because they are above Iowa State and Texas based on a round robin format between the three teams okay so oklahoma would be two and oh against iowa state and texas therefore oklahoma would move forward and iowa state and texas would be left out okay okay all right so to be clear if iowa state wins out and the oklahoma teams win out we get bedlam correct so what's the path to iowa state because i know iowa state fans are going to ask this what is the path to iowa state making a big 12 championship because they have to win out, but they also need some help. Yes. They have to have Oklahoma state lose one game or Oklahoma lose one game. If either of those teams win, that's how they get in. So the the way that that works out is if Oklahoma drops a game, Iowa state would get in based off of their head to head win over Texas at this point. So they would get in over Texas and Oklahoma would be out. If Oklahoma state was to drop a game, the Cyclones would advance because they would have a round-robin tiebreaker over both the Pokes and Texas being 2-0 and against those teams since all three of those teams have played one another. 
Holy crap. Okay. All right. Now, Kansas State actually has a pretty simple path compared to what we just talked about with Iowa State. So the Kansas mm-hmm. State path, obviously, went out. Kansas, Iowa State, tough sledding, but got to win out. And then what has to happen for Kansas State? So Kansas State needs – they need to be big Oklahoma and Oklahoma State fans. If Kansas State can take care of business – and all three of those teams go seven and two, Kansas State would get in based off of the tiebreaker we spoke about at the beginning. They would get in because Kansas would be the highest uh, ranked common opponent at first, and then the second highest ranked would be Iowa State, which would eliminate Oklahoma first and Oklahoma State second in that in that scenario. Okay. So now another way that another Texas, way. That, that Kansas State could get in is if they went out and Texas loses. Because if they Texas, went out and Texas loses, correct. Okay. If they were able to win out and Texas loses somewhere along the way, that opens up the door for Kansas for Kansas State to get but in. But how crazy is that? If Texas loses one game and Kansas State wins out, they're both seven and two. And once again, the head to head for Texas against Kansas State is meaningless. Right. So you're you're coming into again. That's where things get so convoluted into week thirteen that it's hard to know exactly what's going to happen with the Oklahoma schools and Iowa State also tied into all of that. Wow. Okay, is there a scenario we haven't talked about yet? Oh, man. I um, mean, I know there's a million different avenues there, we can go down. There are. But I think we've, we talked about most of it, right? Is there anything yes. obvious we've missed? Let's talk about if Texas was to lose both games. If they were to drop, let's just play crazy here. Let's say okay. Iowa State beats them. Jonathan Brooks is out. Uh, yep. Iowa State beats him names, and then Joey McGuire goes and gets it done in Austin on, on Thanksgiving uh, on on uh, Black, Black Friday. Friday there. Yep. <laughs> this is just gonna uh, this is gonna blow some people's minds. I think that is another situation where you would have Bedlam again uh, in a in a Bedlam rematch. So you would have three teams, uh, hypothetically speaking here. Uh, at seven and two with Iowa state at seven and two, Oklahoma at seven and two and Oklahoma state at seven and two, uh, your com- highest ranked common opponent there, uh, for, um, excuse me, your high, yes, your highest ranked common opponent there would be Kansas. Uh, Kansas beat both Oklahoma and Iowa state, but they lost to Oklahoma state. So Oklahoma state would get the first seed there. Your next highest common opponent between those two, is uh as a is texas which both teams won and we get down eventually to i I believe who we're looking at here uh oh excuse me i I said all that too much oklahoma and iowa state have head to head so after oklahoma state moves forward with the one seed oklahoma has beaten iowa state the head-to-head then matters at that point and you in the head to head matters then because there's only two teams in that tie once one team has been Correct. selected to move on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I understand there's a lot of people listening, watching who are beyond confused. I'm beyond confused. Brian spent all afternoon on this. I'm so sorry. I tried. No, no, no. Listen, there's no listen, there's no good way for you to do this. Yeah. This is not your fault. Let me be very clear. This is not your fault. You've done nothing wrong here. You're not getting fired. You've done your job. Somebody at the Big 12 has to be fired for the dumbest idea of tiebreakers I've ever seen in my life in any sport I've ever seen in my life. Well, and here, here's the issue where everybody is going away for years and years. We have had a 
a format in conferences where you have divisions. Yeah. This is one of those issues that nobody was talking about whenever divisions were taken away, because now you don't have a round robin schedule on either side to determine what two teams should go. So it's it has become it's going to become a problem not just in the Big 12 but everywhere. And eventually you almost have to move to some sort of tournament format for it to work out without there being somebody getting screwed because at some point probably even this year there's going to be a team left out that feels like they shouldn't be. I mean Oklahoma State fans would have every right in the world to be totally upset if Kansas State or Oklahoma was to get in over them after they beat both of those teams. Yeah. But that's entirely possible. Now, you can also say, hey, don't get smashed by UCF, and this is not a problem. Correct. <laughs> uh, but, but still, I mean, I, I, I'm still sitting here saying this is completely unfair. You're going to have two head-to-head wins, and either of those teams could get in over you if you're Oklahoma State, and that's going to drive you nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just, without, and we can, this is probably a postseason conversation, I just don't understand how, if you have a multi-way tie, head-to-head is thrown out the window. I understand you want to go after the common opponent, but if you've got three teams, how does head-to-head not be the first thing that you consider to start eliminating teams? Who gives a rip about a common opponent? They played each other. There's your common opponent. How about that? Well, and the only reason that it's not is because it's no longer round-robin at this point. With Oklahoma State and Kansas State and Oklahoma being the teams tied in this scenario, which we've been talking about, Kansas State and Oklahoma never played each other this year. So with that being the issue, that's why the head-to-head no longer matters because you can't compare the other two teams to each other uh, like Oklahoma. Now, again, but here's that's, the thing. that's but, why but, it's a dumb, a dumb rule because Oklahoma State has beaten both of them. So it shouldn't matter. But here's the thing. If the three-way tie is Iowa State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, the head-to-head's still don't matter because it's a three-way tie. But they have played each other, so the round robin in that scenario would be one-to-one-to-one, and then you would have to fall to the highest common opponent. Oh, okay, okay, because everyone would be one-and-one between those three teams. Yes. So then you'd go down to highest common opponent in that situation. Correct. Wow. (laughs) What a mess. I, I, I mean, hold on. I'm just going to reiterate this. You know, Daniel popped this up on Facebook. No way Texas and Oklahoma State get in if Iowa State wins out. Iowa State would have wins over both of them. That's Daniel. That's not how it's working out, brother. We're trying to help. The head-to-head is not going to matter in that case. That's what this show is all about, how jacked up the Big 12 tiebreaker rules are. It, it, I, I know it makes sense in our simpleton heads, and I'm including myself in that, that Iowa State beats Texas, beats Kansas State, they can absolutely and have a win over Oklahoma State and not get in. That's what makes this so ridiculous. All right, Brian, final thoughts here. Make sense of the senseless of the you know nonsense we've been talking about tonight. Make a change, please. Yeah. I don't want to have to do this every year for the rest of eternity. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean... What more could you ask for, honestly? I mean, when's the last time? I, I know that somebody's going to end up being upset about how all the, the, the fan bases are going to be upset when they get left out. But when's the last time that the Big 12 race was this much fun going into Week 12 and Week 13? I mean, we're talking about uh, just an absolute photo finish. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. 
Yeah. Um, so by the way, if you want to see this broken down, it is on the website at heartlandcollegesports.com. That's the lead story right now. Brian wrote it. Share it with your friends, family. Understand the head-to-head for the most part is not going to matter in a multi-way tie. So share that article around. Also, we're talking about it on our message boards. Those are free. Get on the message board. Sign up now. I'm on there. Brian's on there. We're talking about this craziness with a tiebreaker. So uh, be sure to hop on and <laughs> try to make sense of this. So, Brian, well done, man. We appreciate your uh, your hard work on the issue. And we'll be following here on Saturday. And we'll do this again next week uh, because something tells me next week might be pretty crazy as well. I agree. Thanks for having me on, Pete. All right. He's uh, Brian Clinton, our managing editor at Heartland College Sports. Be sure to check out the article on the website and uh, be sure you're subscribed to this channel, by the way, whether it's on YouTube, whether it is on the podcast, hit that subscribe button. And as always, uh, you leave that five-star rating and review on iTunes. You get that Heartland College Sports koozie when you send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O at heartlandcollegesports.com. Have a great rest of the day. Uh, Try to not have your head spinning after that conversation, but share it because this is where you want to be to figure out what the heck's going on the next two weeks in the Big 12. I'm Pete Mundo. He's Brian Clinton. Heartlandcollegesports.com is where you find us. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.